Hi, you're listening to the Business Essentials Daily Summer Series, the best episodes of 2022. Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Well, here we are at the start of a new year, and maybe the boss has given you some extra responsibilities, perhaps even a promotion. If that's you, congratulations. But does that mean you're managing other people for the first time? And if so, do you know how to? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Has anyone shown you how to actually be a manager and lead people? Well, for help, we turn to Anna Marshall, founder of People Mastery and author of On Your Marks, Get Set, Lead, A Beginner's Guide to People Leadership. Anna shares with us five essentials for first-time leaders in just a moment. First, Chris Ashmore asks Anna whether some people are promoted to become a manager when they probably don't have the skills to be one. The technical skills that got you to be the expert or the professional that you were are not necessarily the skills that are going to help you be a really good manager or leader. I kind of like to emphasise the leadership rather than the management. So yeah, that's definitely something that happens. And sometimes people are doing it for the wrong reason, like they want to get more money and they think, oh, if I step up into that role, I'll be paid better. And they're making that move for the wrong reasons, I think. I suppose those who have been there the longest get the promotion and that ain't necessarily the right thing either. Yeah, and sometimes that happens, less so these days. I think, you know, most organisations are across the fact that just because you've been here for a long time doesn't mean that you're the best. Sometimes we've got a fresh set of eyes and that can bring a lot of value. So I think when you're running a a small business or an organisation, you know, you need to be looking for who are the people that have the skills and capabilities and choose to be the leaders rather than those people are just, you know, last person standing or they've been here the longest. So what are some of the things that newly minted managers perhaps struggle with, do you think? I think the transition is really difficult, right? And it's probably surprising to some people because there's probably one important thing that you need to stop doing when you make that move. And that is you need to stop giving advice. So when you've been an individual contributor, you're used to being the font of all wisdom on your topic. And when you step into the management or the leadership role, it's more about how do you enable other people to make decisions and come to conclusions. And so you need to stop being the expert and start being the coach. And that's probably the hardest thing about making that move. Mm. Now, you have five essential lessons you'd like to share for those who find themselves in a leadership role for the first time. Can you run us through them, starting with, well, the first one, connecting with your team? Yeah, for sure. I think connection, what we've noticed in the pandemic is it's kind of a connection and care factor, you know. Do you actually care about the people that you're leading? And the pandemic has really put a spotlight on, you know, those organisations and leaders who care for their people. They are the ones that are keeping people in the organisation. I kind of talk about, you know, once you've kind of got the care factor down pat, then I talk about the magnificent seven. right? (laughs) And they're kind of seven simple things that you can do to connect with your team. So, you know, have an open mind, you know, don't judge people based on what other people have told you, you know, keep an open mind, judge them as you find them. Use your hello and cheerio, you know, greet them and farewell them as they come in to work with you every day. Look for some common ground, you know, what do you have in common? And remember what they tell you, you know, don't be one of those people that, you know, they share something with you and it just falls out of your head. Remember some of those stories and what's important for them. 
say you're sorry when you stuff up. Really simple, but lots of people don't do that. Ask for help. Your team are there to support you and you're there to support them. And asking for help gives them that message that they're important, they have something to offer. So it's something really easy you can do. And the last one I would say about connection is be polite. Use your manners like they're free. They're in your back pocket. You can use them whenever you want. Make sure you use all your please and thank yous when you're working with your team. So they sound really simple and you'd think everybody does them, but they don't. Lots of people complain to me about how their managers don't connect with them in that way. Right. Well, that's connecting. Your second essential is communicating. Yeah. What's that about? So it's a little bit different here. Like, and I guess one of the things is you make that rule into being a leader is you need to figure out how to communicate with your people. And if you've got five people on a team, you're probably going to have to do that in five different ways. So what do you know about yourself and about them so that you can adjust to their style? So you need to be a bit of a chameleon and not so much of a one-trick pony. So it's on you to match their style, not the other way around. So when you're the lead, you have to do that. And also making sure that you've got not just team time, but one-on-one time so that you have time to discuss with them what's important to them. So that's what I would think is the important things for communicating. And number three is focusing on your team. So I don't know about you, Chris. Often when I talk to people, they tell me, you know, you have 562 priorities. And so everything's important, which means that nothing is. So when you're focusing, it's all about what's the number one thing that's most important for the team. And as soon as your people know what that one thing is, then they can start saying yes to the things that take them closer to that and say no to things that are taking them away. So being really clear on why your team exists and what you're trying to do is really important for the team and then you enable them to be effective. The fourth essential is developing your team. Yeah, this is probably my personal favourite, being a leadership development consultant, I'm all about developing. And I think just as a bit of an aside, you know, through COVID, people have been asking, you know, what's going to keep people in organisations? And it's the leaders and organisations that develop and grow their people that are going to retain their staff. So this is a really important one. And it's not just training. It's not sort of just tick a box exercise. It's kind of thinking about how do you develop people as a whole, you know, and sometimes we have to develop them outside of our business because we've got no other growth opportunities for them. And if you do that well, sometimes they come back in a higher position so they can be boomerangs, which is always a positive sign. And make sure that you're providing that positive feedback, you know, what they're doing well and the feedback for improvement. So I've kind of talked about there's only two things, positive feedback, feedback for improvement all about learning and growth. So there's no such thing as bad feedback, if that makes sense. So I think if we're doing that well, you know, we're giving that positive feedback, we're giving them learning lessons and we're having regular conversations about development, you know, not just a tack on to your normal meeting, but, you know, focused development conversations about you. That makes a really big difference for people. And the fifth and final essential is resolving problems that would come up regularly, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, that's your role, isn't it? When you're a leader, how do you enable the team to solve their problems? And I think, again, this is the difference. You know, it's not just trotting out the answers. You know, when you go to the deli counter at Woolies, Chris, and you're standing there and everybody's lining up with a number, you know, some people's offices look like that. You know, they're all waiting for the manager to dole out the advice. And I think we need to do that really differently. So we need to, again, be a coach and be present to people and asking them questions that help them resolve their own problems. And guess what? The queue at your door gets less because you're enabling them to be independent and to come up with their own solutions and maybe even better than your solutions, which is awesome. And and then they can support the team and each other to be effective. So that's what resolving problems is, coaching people through their problems. Mm. 
And Anna, for business owners, what should they be thinking about when looking to promote someone into their first leadership role? Yeah, there's a couple of things I was thinking about here, Chris. You know, how to select those people, you know, how do you go about that and maybe how to support them when you get them in. So if we look at the selection first, if you're sitting back inside your small business or your organisation, having a good look around, who's already leading? You're not a leader just because you have the name badge and the job title, right? You know, who's already connecting and communicating and providing feedback to people and enabling others, right? So who the people that are really present, they've got great listening skills, they ask really good questions in meetings. So those kind of behaviours are the essence of becoming a good leader. So look for people who are leading in their own right right now, and they're the people that you want to bring into your leadership roles. And secondly, you know, when they get into that role, you know, what can you do to support them? It's back to being the coach. Be present with them, listen to them, what are their challenges, ask them really good questions. And I think if we do those two things, we can really identify good leaders and support them to be their best. And I think there's maybe a couple of sort of danger signs, if you like, that you want to watch out for so that you don't get the wrong people in the role. And for me, there's kind of three things here. The first one is the people that are like, I've got this. They kind of have an absence of humility. So if you notice anyone like that, that's bad, bad, bad. Don't go there for leadership. Also, maybe a lack of desire, like they're just they haven't got much drive. So if you have people that don't have much drive, we definitely want to keep them away from leadership. And the last one is the I'm too busy trap, you know. Oh, yes, I've got so much on, you know, busy, 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 busy. When you're a leader, you need to make time for your people. So it's on each of us to make time. So if we notice those people who are making time for people, they're the good people to bring into the role too. That was Anna Marshall, director of People Mastery. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.